My name is Jared Van, and this is episode 50 of Modern Mad Men. Logan will be on this episode. He just came up a little bit sick when we were cutting this intro, but he will be on the actual episode. Um, in the episode, we sat down with the incredibly wise and all-around good dude, Rick Simpson, and we talked about a lot of things. We talked about the upcoming Super Bowl. Um, we talked about working for free in order to advance your future. We talked about microtransactions, and we talked about... Um, instilling value in our children in order to raise them up to be good people in the future. So let's go. So we got this thing here. You can pull that thing. You don't have to have it like right in front of your face. Like the one ear on, one ear out. Talk real, real quick. Hello. Yeah, you'll be good. Yeah. yeah so we got this new board. Mm-hmm. And it's got all these different effects, but I never know which one to touch. And so in the moment, I always ruin it. So we have, this is my favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> is that a Kawhi? That's Kawhi Leonard. It's my favorite soundbite ever. <laughs> <laughs> Jared and I watched that I for probably... I his face. <laughs> did, did you see that video of him? <laughs> yeah, like it's, it looks so... I don't even know who you are right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, he does, I bet he's not like that in real life. Yeah, it's just... I don't, okay, so he, he could be though. Yeah, he might be <laughs> for well, sure. I tell you what, one, one of the most awkward things you can do in life is just like be an athlete and deal with the press. Mm. You just become this totally different person, like not even on purpose. They put you in, like they purposely put you in all these like awkward positions. So that laugh definitely probably isn't his laugh. Yeah, it's, it's just like <laughs> it came up in the moment. No, <laughs> I feel like if I was an athlete. And I was like doing a press conference. I would just be like the Bill Belichick of press conferences. Yeah, just, I would be the most boring dude ever. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. sport though? With what sport? To one. Especially, I'd be. Tennis. It'd be with like baseball too. So it'd be even more boring for people. Yeah, like sure. would be the boring. only. Yeah, you'd be the only tennis coach doing press conferences. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that'd be you. You just find some random sport that you're a coach of, and you just be the most jack person. Yeah. Bocce ball. Yeah. yeah, I've been working with this NASCAR team for yeah. a while. I'm and a bocce ball coach and woo. Yeah. <laughs> These guys have really been working on their form. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would be bad. I would like press. I think I would like to deal with the press. Yeah. Because I, I wouldn't care enough. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I could see when it's personal, like some of the stuff that some of these athletes have had to deal with, it's like personal. I could see you snapping. Yeah. Um, I would just hope, because I wouldn't be good enough that they would be getting into my personal life. Uh-huh. I would just be getting media day only at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Or because I did something stupid off the field. I think the thing is... It's like a trap for athletes because... Scoot that a little closer to you? Like a smidge? That work? A little more? Yeah, it's perfect. That work? I think the um, the thing that's not so consistent from athlete to athlete is that they're paid to put an image out there, whether they want to believe it or not. Yep. So that like contradicts the idea of living in your own truth, mm. which we get the luxury of doing every single day because... You know, being a regular simpleton civilian, yep. Like we're private, right? So we we have nothing to really lie about, you know. Yeah. So I mean, when you're an athlete, you got to live up to all these like standards, man. They, they think you're like this, like you know, rock star, you know, thundercat. And if you don't end up panning out to be that way, you lose followers, you lose money, you lose endorsements, all that yeah. stuff. So it's a lot of pressure on those guys. Yeah, I know. I know a lot of people want to be LeBron. Yes. But I would be a terrible LeBron. Mm-hmm. Just you just got. People just always like fact checking you or just seeing like trying to dig up dirt on you. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be a terrible yeah. one, and he does it incredibly well. He does. And he's got a huge, huge following. Or if I like, I'd be putting out videos like Brady put out this last week. Huh. 
Did you see that video where after when they were walking to the bus and it's just him silently staring at the camera and he pans it to Gronk? Oh, he's my like, God. we're we're still here. Do you guys want to hear a crazy Tom Brady story? Okay, so um, is this going to make me like him more or not like him more? I don't know. After I after I saw this, I really didn't have much favor for Brady. Okay, in my life, um, but that's, that's probably good for me. <laughs> so this was 2016, right before I went to Canada. Um, so, you know, my college roommate, uh, plays for the saints, right? But at the time he's with the bears, right? So, uh, each, um, NFL player gets like two or three free Super Bowl tickets, right? So I hit up cam and I'm like, Hey man, um, what are you doing for Super Bowl? I'm just planning on going home, right? And just hanging out with the guys. And he's like, <clears throat> he's like, man, the Super Bowl's in Houston. You're in uh you're in Dallas, right? And I was like, yeah. He's like, man, come through. I was like, what do you mean come through? He's like, we're going to the Super Bowl. And I'm just, you know, urine trickling down my leg. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm about to go to the Super Bowl, right? And so we go to the Super Bowl. We do the whole weekend. We get this nice. This is like when Airbnb like first got popping, too. So we're staying in this like sick condo, uptown Houston. And uh, we go to – and so at the time, so Cam was coming up this big season. He had, he had uh, 66 catches <clears throat> with the Bears that year. Jeez. And – so he had Drew Rosenhaus prospecting for his business, right? So trying to sign him. And so Rosenhaus is like sending him gifts, all this cool stuff. And part of the package that he sent them was uh, a Victoria's Secret um, party invite for that night in Houston. So we get these tickets to go to this Victoria's Secret party, Good right? gosh. And it's like on this like really popular street in Houston. I couldn't tell you what street it was. But... um. So we're hopping out of the Uber, <clears throat> excuse me, this Uber Black, and um, we see all these cop cars come down the street, and these two big old charter buses behind it, and someone goes, well, up here comes the Patriots, and I'm like, wait, what? And so the Patriots are, are rolling down the street with these cop cars, and behind these charter buses, we see this McLaren, this black McLaren driving, right, and this smoking hot chick in the passenger seat, little kids behind her and all that good stuff. And this guy with these rings on his fingers waving. And Kim goes, dude, that's Tom Brady. <laughs> I was like, dude, is he riding behind the bus? He's behind and the, the team. Pl- and the players are on the bus. And he was just, I was like, yo, I don't know if I like that guy. That's cool as hell. But. It was just wild and Dude, just mind blown. So it, is, it is cool, but I feel like it's way cooler to me if it's anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> did, did he like just have his arm out the window with all his rings? It was on? like a straight up. Like I feel like it was staged a little bit because, I mean, they had just gotten to Houston. Like where they just like go to the airport. And he was like, yo, let me just get that black McLaren, you know, with the back seat and all that good stuff, drop top. My kids are here already. Like it was just like it was just some only time I could only see Tom Brady doing. It was just wild. You know, it's someone's full time job to get the rings out of the bags and put them on his fingers <laughs> for him. Just yeah, he's it just was back just, there. It was so wild. What do you do? I mean, I'm sure as a team you like him to some degree, but you're just looking out the back of the bus. Man, <laughs> it had to be planned, dude. It had to be like, all right, Tom, let's go piss these guys off and. You just go do your thing, but you better get us a win. And he's like, look, who are you talking to? Yeah, yeah. Is, it, it's, it's Tommy Pickles. Yes. I'm going to do this. Come on. <laughs> Who'd they play that year? The Falcons. Uh, oh, 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 that was. Shoot, that's right. Dang. 
Yeah, so he so he, he was just extra trolling them too. It was so just, do, doing that and then getting down by like twenty five or whatever it was at halftime. Yeah. That's probably planned too. Then it was wild. That's a nightmare. He's the ultimate competitor, man. He's a technician, surgeon, mercenary, whatever you know synonym you want to use for him, yeah. man. But he's yeah, he's intense. I I just love. Um, hey Craig, how you doing, dude? I like that shirt. But uh, oh, you guys will have this recorded, like like the. Uh, they can't hear you, but it still is a good shirt. He'll hear it later, though. Craig, so, Craig's got great style, man. How he old, does. How old is he? 59? 59. Yeah. He's the only guy I know, too, at that age, that he always has got a couple buttons unbuttoned. Yeah. And his chain out. It's, it's always one. It, it, it gets more unbuttoned as the day goes. Though. Yeah. And the chain just keeps, <laughs> he keeps propping the chain up. <laughs> he's always done that, too. Yeah. And I feel like every time I see him, he's got uh, a, a few new hairs popping out of there. Too. Oh, yeah. He, he brushes them. And none of them are silver. <laughs> They're all like brown. Oh, no, no. Yeah. He brushes them and dyes them. Yeah, dude. He's, yeah. A, he's a true not. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. But, um, yeah, Tom Brady's a goat. I mean, he did you guys see that that video where um and this is the first time I've seen this, but it's like where the um Rams captains uh, have a press conference uh right across from the Patriots captains? No. And they like they do a bunch of Q&As and the reporter asks um Tom Brady he goes, "Hey, do you have any advice for Jared Goff?" And he goes, "No, I'm not giving this guy any advice." And I was like, man, just savage level 1004 today. Yeah. That was crazy. Uh, no. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah. So I just love that. I mean, he's just he's just about it, man. I always love to, like, <clears throat> you know, and that's why I know I wouldn't be good at this. Or maybe my guy didn't give me that gift. But like after every game, big games, you're hyped. Even that Chiefs game. And it's like his first thing is like, hey, hold on. Can I just like to say hi to my mom, yeah. my dad? He like lists people off. Yeah. He's like, oh, sorry. What was your question? You're like, right. just like you jerk. I don't know, man. Why do I have to like you? I just like you so much. It's mad. It's it's crazy. So, what, do you have a Super Bowl prediction? <sighs> I do. Um, I believe that the whole NFL. I'm about to make this thing very colorful. I believe that the whole NFL is, is rigged. I just I've lost all faith in the NFL now. Okay. Um, I think be hard to argue with that at this point. I think that it'll be a close game, but the Rams will pull it off because I believe that L.A. is booming so much that they want to just move everything out there. Like you know, all I mean, it's the entertainment capital of the world right now. You know, so I mean, with the the close calls and the Saints game and all that good stuff, and them sitting Todd Gurley <laughs> that whole game. Come on, man, you sit Todd Gurley in the biggest game of the season. I mean, he played, like, what, four snaps that whole game? Yeah. So they were saving him for the Super Bowl. That was the most frustrating <laughs> thing as a Cowboys fan. Yeah. Knowing, like, hey, Todd Gurley's going to be there. And then C.J. Anderson runs <laughs> all over you. The freshest running back in the NFL, right? I mean, he played, like, what, maybe a few snaps that whole season. They signed him in December. Yeah. but And he's been to Super Bowl, right, with the Broncos, right? I think he had more rushing yards. <clears throat> he had more rushing yards on the Cowboys in the first half. Then they'd give we'd given up all year, like yeah. in a in a full game. Yeah, yeah. So I believe that the Rams will take it by like a field goal. We'll call it twenty seven, twenty four. Zerlian hit a sixty four yarder. Yeah, I mean something really weird and freaky, and um, that's going to start this whole L.A. deal, hiring young coaches for all the teams yeah. and saving bodies for training camp, yep. and you know. You know, Snapchat on the sideline. I just think it's all just being geared towards bringing everything to L.A. So that's my Super Bowl prediction. Rams, 
27, 24. And then, you know what? But I have a, an alternate prediction too, okay? And this is also a win in my book. Now, I'm not rooting for the Patriots, but I believe that everyone will be satisfied if the Patriots win and Tom Brady retires. Yeah. I don't I think he does. Yeah, I don't think he does either. But I think that'd be like a the biggest win. How many rings do you have? Five? I don't, I don't know. He's going to get 10. <clears throat> He's got this is what is nice. <laughs> nice He's going to keep going. Oh, man. He's probably going up to Michael Jordan. What do you think? So this will be six if he wins this one? I yeah. Think so. Oh. I mean, what a great way to end it. Yeah. yeah. But I think he comes back. I'd like to see them him come back and them have like an 0 and 7 start and be like eliminated from the playoffs and then him just quit. He's uh, like, I'm going to retire now. Yeah. And then go back and play for another team. Yeah. I, th- I think that dude just loves football so much. I don't, I don't see him retiring either until he like physically just cannot do it anymore. But how can you physically not do it at quarterback? That's true. That's tough. That's true. You can throw. You can your arm can diminish to the point where you can throw it like twenty yards. I guess but Tony, like Tony Romo because he like he like never gets hit either. Yeah. He rarely gets hit. Have you guys seen his documentary TB um, Twelve versus Time? Uh, the thing on I, Facebook. Um, it's probably not all social. media. They had a Facebook show, but uh, no, it was it was a full sixty minutes. Um, but I saw it on YouTube, and uh, it was super in depth. Was that was that where he kissed his son? Yeah, on the lips. Were we talking about that? <laughs> We might that's, have. I still haven't seen that. <clears throat> Man, that's. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't. I, I don't have a kid that age. Yeah. But holy cow, it locked me up and I watched it. <laughs> I felt weird watching. It. I was afraid someone was going to walk in while I was watching it and be like, "No, no, no, no." no. Just, what are you watching? Just close your computer. Yeah, what, it's it's what Tom is, Brady. It's fine. What is this? Yeah, it's his son. It's. I don't know. It's. But they're like at that level with their money where it's like, they probably do a lot of weird stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, what can you say about it? I mean, what, what ethnicity is his, uh, his wife? Is she like some type of European? Yeah, I don't know. She's, she, she's European. I don't know exactly from where. Yeah, like, I bet she's from like Croatia or something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and their diet was on that show. Yeah. Like he, what they eat. It's like, oh, here's our cheat meal. We're going to have some avocado. Yeah, and, some, and some air in a bottle. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. It, it was weird. But I think the probably the most profound thing that he said, I mean, Tom Brady's just like a wizard. when He's like on the level of like Kobe. You know, when you hear Kobe talk about, like, sets and uh, ball movement and avoiding the middle of the, of the defense and stuff like that, that, that's how Tom Brady sounds when he talks about yeah. not just <clears throat> football, but just competition in general. Like, yep. when, he's, when he said you have to be conscious of the fact that every time you say yes to something, you simultaneously say no to something else. Yeah. Just hit me right in between the eyes. I was like, damn. I regret that I waited so long. To really like Kobe, yeah, yeah, kind of like Tom Brady, right? You want yeah. to hate him so much. I hated him his whole career too. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't until probably three, four years ago that I started like the older I got, I started just respecting greatness. But I, I never liked Kobe for some reason. Yeah, and then the more I like listened to his interviews, I realized how just ultra intelligent he is. Yeah, that's what it is, right? I mean, you want to know someone's competent? I just yeah. good, you know. Yeah, that's Do you like, are you a James Harden fan? Um, Which, actually, by the way, last time you were on the podcast, you brought up uh, 2K. Yeah, 2K. And, okay. And, and do your creative player. And that messed me up for four months after that podcast. <laughs> That's all I did was chasing 99. Yeah. <laughs> I got to a 90 and shut it down. Yeah, man. Um, those microtransactions get you. That's something we got to talk about a little later. We should get into video games. Uh-oh. But, um, yeah, those microtransactions are wicked. I mean, I, I've spent about probably 200 bucks so far. On microtransactions, trying to chase ninety nine is wild. Um, also, also did my creator player. Uh-huh. 
uh, to be like me because I, I want it to be as realistic as possible. <clears throat> is you do, is you take which, a picture of yourself? Yeah, but when you're five foot nine or five ten, not a great idea. I should have made him six two, six three. So you try to create a professor out there. Yeah. Well, yeah. Then I'd go out to like play on the you know the outdoor courts, uh-huh. and I would uh-huh. I would have a wide open three, and people were just swatting my shot across the court. But if I shot, I was going in. But I made him too realistic. Next the- time I'm making him six four and yeah. he's a point guard. Yeah, and it's like crazy now with YouTube, where you can just go on YouTube and figure out like what the best, uh, I guess like archetype. Yeah, like you know, like if you make him like six six, pure slasher. Yeah, secondary three point shooter. That stuff's crazy. I'm weird about it. I like refuse <clears throat> to make it not look like me. I try to get my hair cut down. Yeah, my clothing, everything to be as close as I can. Mm-hmm. Not helpful in the game. I'm not in the NBA yeah. for a reason. Why would you create a player <laughs> to play two K with? I didn't I mean, think about that, but. Uh, Oh yeah, James J- Harden. James Harden. I actually just found out he was left-handed, um, which is really weird. So that tells you how in the loop I am with it. But um, I will say he's a trendsetter because I actually saw that like little three-step step back that he did. Did you guys see that? Yeah. <laughs> we we been, so I played basketball at lunch over at the Y, and uh, I was just like, man, you can't hate on the guy. He's just like making new waves in the game. Yeah. That's what it's about. It's entertainment. So, I think like the fact that he's left-handed, he's a superstar, um, and that he he did, did a little three-step step-back deal. I'm a fan, not a huge fan, but I'm a fan. And I'm he used to be really fat too. I love that. I know. You see, his like Arizona State. Uh, yeah, pictures? yeah. That's he also just went on a streak of 304 <clears throat> consecutive points without without being assisted. Without being assisted? Yeah. So just dribbling the ball up the no court. No one threw him the ball, slashing. and he scored 304 straight points. Yeah, I'm not with that, man. That's, <laughs> Dude, that was when Jared was like, because I'm kind of a Harden fan, mm. but I was like, I don't think that's a good stat. I, I thought for sure you were making that stat. No, it's real. Really? It's very real, yeah. Because someone tweeted it, and I just I retweeted it, and then I went back and did the research to be like, hey, is this, like, it's, it's for sure real. The dude, he reminds me of Kobe in the sense of getting shots up late in his career. Yeah. But I think he shoots way more than Kobe ever did. Oh, who was who they playing the other night? Was it like the Pelicans or something like that? That might yep. have been last night. But, um, yeah, it's like one of those things where, you know, there's there's plays in basketball where they spread out. You know, uh, you spread out your guys so that you leave some floor for the guy who's holding the ball to make a one-on-one move towards the, the basket. But you can like you can see like when he's playing like they're still like setting picks to open up guys for a pass and he'll just shoot that bad. I know. I'm just like he's like coming off a screen, double teamed, still fade away three, and there's Dang. two guys under the goal, yeah. wide open, and it's just like an and one. Yeah, he's like okay. I mean, I guess you can get mad at it, but what are you gonna do? Yeah, he's scoring he, fifty something. He misses a lot though. Oh, he, he accounts for like um. Well, he he scored like what? He averaged forty three points in the month of January. Yeah. So like, and I mean, the score I saw yesterday, or maybe a few days ago, was like ninety something to like one hundred four, and they lost. And so I was like, man, that's like what forty one, forty two percent of all you guys' points. Yeah. Like, you know, half of all you guys' points. I'm like, man, and he also God. has eighty percent of the misses. Yeah. So like, isn't it like Trevor Reese is down there? Yep. Austin Rivers is there. I'm becoming a big Austin Rivers fan. I like the way he plays. He's really good at using his offhand. I love that. Have you are you have you watched any of uh, Luca for the Mavericks? No, I haven't seen. Uh, He's gonna I, be the greatest basketball player that ever played. Now with that seventy-seven man, that thing is booty. He needs to get rid of that. <laughs> he needs to drop one of those sevens. Just put a seven. I on. know. I don't know, like they, that. Must be like a rookie, like freaking 
Well, I don't think he know, I don't think he knew a ton about American culture. Yeah. <laughs> he landed seventy seven. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> if he dies, he dies. Yeah. He got ejected the other night for kicking the ball, um, and he wasn't even mad. He like he, I think he was mad at himself, so but he even said for the game, he's like, I didn't know like over in Europe you could do that. He's probably a robot. He's probably a cyborg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Steve Jobs yeah. created him. They literally just got a, a younger Dirk. Yeah. That's all they did. So yeah, what's his game like? Because I haven't seen him like really play once. I don't even know how to describe it. Like, the best way to describe it would be the best basketball player that's ever played. Yeah. I'm just kidding. But he is, I, I, he is I good. Like, I feel like he's more well-rounded than Dirk. Okay. But he doesn't have that, like, he doesn't have that one shot that you can't play defense against. Like, yeah. Dirk had that, like, one that one foot fade away, and he's, he's a so seven-footer yeah. that you can't defend. Luke is just, like, all around. He has a shot. He can dribble. He's pretty big. He can pass. He can pass. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't even know how to, I don't know who to, like, relate him to. How tall is he? He's, he's probably like six, seven, six, eight. I would guess. Yeah, that's like average in the NBA now. Like, I know. Sure. Yeah. Because <clears throat> like Dwayne Wade's like six foot four, six five. He looks small out there. I know. That's crazy. Yeah. He uh, he's a pretty good athlete. It seems like, but he's nineteen. He's nineteen. He's nineteen. Okay, so now we're he's six seven. He's six seven. So he's about mid size. Yeah, he's, he's nineteen. He's almost young size. Wow. Okay, so we're moving towards um, the youth. In basketball, let's talk about Zion. What do you guys think? That dude might, like, physically, might be the most freak athlete I've ever seen in my life. Okay, I'll take that. Okay. Just say, what he's like? Hell, I don't, I don't, I don't remember how tall he's like six seven, six eight. Yeah, I think he's so. like two eighty. He can still jump like that and move like that. Yeah, they say that he has, he's having a problem keeping his keeping his weight down. Though. Yeah, oh, really. Yeah, but he, I feel like he does. He like hasn't lost any agility or anything like that. Like, yeah. he, I'm, I'm sure he has, but it just doesn't seem like it. And it could be because he's also facing um, a different type of breed of athlete than what, what we'll see in the NBA. But yeah. I don't know. He just looks like a freak out there. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i a big Duke fan. Okay. Always have been. Okay. Because um, of Coach K? Or? Yeah, okay. Coach K. Mm-hmm. And I, like growing up, I loved, I loved <clears throat> and modeled my game after J.J. Redick. Oh, yeah. I love J.J. He's got a great... Um, documentary on uh, YouTube, the interrupted one. Oh, really? About his free agency uh, process. But, yeah. Well, I, I he was one of those guys. I was a huge fan. I was like, he'll make an NBA, and then it got real sketchy there for a while. Mm-hmm. And then he, I mean, he's he's found his role. Yeah. So love him. Orlando but, was bad for him. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he's one of those guys that he's not ever going to be a superstar. But if you yeah. put him on the right team, yeah, he'll fit in and he'll be a huge part of the team. He's a borderline six man to me. Yeah. Because um, he can't really dribble that well, but I mean, he can shoot the lights out when he's in the right positions. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know. I could see Zion going on and being one of the, you know, Anthony Davis being one of the better basketball players in the league, and I can see him being an absolute flop. So I wouldn't say Anthony Davis just because AD. That's we got to talk about that too. That's that's super cool. But um, AD, he just got fined. Yeah, fifty thousand, right? I know. For, for making his uh, his trade demand public. So, somebody's breaking down that fine, and that's how much he makes in like six minutes of playtime. Oh my yeah. god, that still feels excessive for some reason. Yeah, yeah, for just asking for a trade. I didn't even know that's a thing. You got fined for asking for a trade. But if you yeah. can't use the public, like that's how you get stuff done. If you just yeah. walk in there and demand stuff, I feel like you're not getting anything done. That's how he's like, hey, just so you know, I want out. Yeah. Sorry, I derailed you. I feel like well, with that. I mean, there's probably some wrapped up in his contract saying you can't tweet or if you, you know, it, what a time we're in. Yeah, it's wild. Don't tweet. But with Zion, my barber actually uh, told me this comparison, but he he compared, and I agree with it. He compared uh, Zion to Blake Griffin, 
And I think he hit it. On yeah, the I can see that. I mean, <clears throat> and my deal is, what I don't think. Whatever happened to Blake's brother? He had a brother? <laughs> yeah, they, they played at Oklahoma together. Yeah. Really? It, it wasn't nearly as good. That's something only you guys know, being like Texoma yeah. natives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if he made it to the league or not. No, probably. I, I mean, well, uh, Steph Curry's brother made it to the league. Steph, yeah. Right? His and still rolling. Yeah. <laughs> still rolling. <laughs> I think they're both in the three-point contest. Are really? really? I think so. Seth well, was, I mean, of course. Seth was with the, the Mavs last season. Yeah. Really? Okay. I don't know where he is now. He's with uh, maybe Portland? He's not with the Mavs. He was a part of a trade. I think he's with Portland. Or or Phoenix. I can see Blake Griffin, though. I can see that. So, I like Blake Griffin. Um, but I think um, as far as his body, um, I don't think it'll last. Because I, I feel like at first, like people... Wanted to compare him to like LeBron at first, but if you really look at LeBron's game, he's really um, a supreme passer. Like LeBron is really good at knowing who he is as an athlete, taking a few really hard drives a game, and then you know attacking that middle of the defense so hard, knowing that he's got the big physical body, yep. and then kicking it out for a shot. Yep. Or you know having someone roll down with him and then have him lay it up. But Zion. Man, Zion is just playing. Like, he's just, he's an uncaged animal. And I think, you remember how um, Greg Oden, when he first got in the league, everyone was like, well, he's at Ohio State. He was just, like, booming on people. Yeah. And just, like, throwing stuff like across the court. And I was like, oh, my God, he's going to be the second coming. And then he gets into the league, and he, like, breaks his leg, uh, uh, fractures his knee. Was he the like, number one pick? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And then didn't play for I forget who he played. thirty years. He played for Portland. He played for the uh, Trailblazers. Yep. Um, yeah, he didn't play for four years because he was injured yep. every single year. But it's because he was banging so much, man. Like you gotta really watch yourself, especially when you're elevating as much as Zion, man. I mean, dude, I play sports competitively, and like little bitty impacts over time erode your yeah. your bones, man. Like. I mean, I played seventh grade football, just an FYI. <laughs> One game broke my ribs, but yeah, I, remember, I understand what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I remember we talked about uh, when you caught that guy uh, peeling back after oh, yeah. a play, <laughs> yep. and you just like tabletopped him. Yeah, I was out. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you got tabletop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, see, I took it the wrong way. I thought you were out there laying a the hammer. No, 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 no. My helmet came off. <laughs> Never saw it. Shin strap still hasn't landed. It's just yeah, flying yeah. in there. Right I did not weigh over 95 pounds. Oh, man. So you were a cat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was just a, a dead cat. It was a halfback pass. At the, <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I can't. I really can't imagine. Like, I played high school basketball, mm -hmm. and I cannot imagine going up a level and that wear and tear because <laughs> the commitment at college has got to be drastic. And then to go up to the pros and, I mean, you're playing a lot more games. Mm -hmm. 82. And you've been playing since you were usually, what, seven, yeah, six, man. seven, eight? Yeah. It's a lot. That's amazing. Like, the Tom Brady's or even LeBron at the level he's been playing at, still good. How old is he? 33? LeBron? Uh, yeah, he's 33, 34. He's, is he? there, he's not man. 35 yet, is he? Which isn't that old at all. But in sports years, it's got to be. He got drafted 03. What was he? Fresh out of yeah, high he's school. Yeah, he's 34. Yeah. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. You said something on the last last time you on the podcast that messed me up. What's that? And we were talking about, <clears throat> I had this stance that I was 100% confident in, and you ruined it. What? Me? That nah. college players should be paid. <laughs> okay. 
I was like, I was just like, why wouldn't they? Why shouldn't they be able to benefit off their name? Mm-hmm. And you you broke down like your story mm-hmm. of being able to like just being grateful to get to play football. Yeah, and putting your time in. Mm-hmm. You know, and that since then I've been just like anti yeah. <laughs> anti people like just just putting the time in. <clears throat> so. I've actually, I still believe that. I've kind of tweaked my idea a little bit. Um, Don't do this to me again. Well, no. I mean, it's just, you know, first off, so 2018 was a crazy year for me. A lot of growing up, a lot of transitioning, right? Um, Good and bad? Good good and bad, right? Okay. Tis life, right? Yin and yang. You need it to stay alive. Um, But so I do believe that you have to pay your dues and you really do have to appreciate um, the opportunity and I think working for free is the most valuable thing, at, at least in my life, um, that I could that could add to my resume. You know, it taught me grit. Um, it taught me really how to check numbers. Yeah, I mean, it helped me how to but it helped me to budget all types of cool stuff. I mean, just just not having enough, and but still having to be able to become a producer. I mean, it's 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 tough to, to describe it, but I think I'm kind of successful now. I mean, I'm getting there, but it's all because I work for free or for really low pay at first. But um, when it comes to athletes um, making money off their likeness or whatever you call it, like, you know, their names and all that good stuff, I think that there should be some type of, like, shareholder program for them. Like, so, yeah. So I'm about to change everything again. So so what's wrong with, um, you know, knowing that a kid – like Kyler Murray, that's probably a bad example because he got paid anyway. Um, favorite favorite college player, favorite college player, Adam Morrison. Adam Morrison. Adam. <laughs> okay, so let's take out so Gonzaga, right? Um, so let's say he's at Gonzaga and he he walks in as a true freshman, and no one knows if, if he's going to be a producer or not. Okay, have that man work for free, just like everyone else. But if he ends up selling jerseys, if you use his likeness on a poster, and it ends up making you let's call it a hundred bucks over his whole, you know, uh, college basketball career. You should save 40 to 60% of that for him as an, as an allowance for when he graduates. Yeah. Why not? Why can't as a, uh, I mean, cause after, after he leaves college, he's, he's used all his eligibility. Yep. Right. So why can't we have a contractual agreement that says, okay, while you're in college, you will not be paid fine, but that's still my money. Yeah. That's fair. Right? So let's escrow it. it. Let's put it. Let's put it in the bank in a trust. Put it in a UTMA, Uniform Trust and Miners account. Right. So I'm a stockbroker. I, I know all that good stuff. Yeah. I was just gonna act like in your your time out. <laughs> so so you ever hear trust fund baby? Yep. Right. So UTMA uh, is Uniform Trust and Miners account where um, you can have this trust for your kid. And you can put cars in there. You can put um, you can put real estate in there. You can put mutual funds. You can put a bank check in there, but it's not, it's not awarded to your child until he or she comes of age. So 18 or 21, depending on what state you're in. Right. So you can do the the exact same thing with money. So the company I'm with right now, um, my current firm that we have, we have these, um, they call it map shares, but it's, it's shares that you're awarded every single year you're with the company. Um, it's like a profit sharing program. And um, every time you bring on clients, every time you do anything that they deem uh, profitable, uh, they award you shares um, <clears throat> of the company, right? And then uh, one time a year, the shares are paid out, 
right? And then they're deferred for like 10 years. So you can, um, so after you retire, um, they, they grow in whatever account, you know, uh, the company invests in and um, you can, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, cash it in, right? For all the shares. Cool. You can do the same thing for an athlete. If they're making you money, these they've got big time advisors, money managers, hedge fund managers working for these schools. Um, you can escrow that, put it away, and get this award this kid a benefit after he's done bleeding and selling your school. I think that's totally reasonable. What do you guys think? How'd you yeah. take this one? <laughs> <laughs> was, so, that, was that too crazy? I, I, so no, I think it makes perfect sense. <clears throat> um. My wife has been like introduced me to the Texas A and M culture, which still mm-hmm. kind of terrifies me. She went to A and M. Her basically her whole family went to A and M, and she took me down there one time. Showed me like the new stadium, and like nobody there mm-hmm. will tell you anything different. They'll every single every single person there will tell you that Johnny Manziel built that stadium, right? And Von Miller, all those guys, right? Yeah. So right. yeah, they like those players for sure contribute to. Um, like the growth of the program and making more money in the future. So, yeah, I, I feel like there needs to be a way to um, reward them for that later on. Yeah, I like that because <clears throat> it's one of those things, like you said, you're getting to work for free for a chance to go make. There's no other avenue that you can go make millions and millions of dollars doing your sport besides going through usually overseas or mm-hmm. D1. So right. there's there's a benefit to you. Mm-hmm. But some of these guys that get like, oh, <clears throat> Like he got hurt. Yeah. What if he never would have played? What? Yeah. Never would have signed. But he, but he made, you know, obviously all that money. Yeah. I do like that idea. I think it's a cool. Cause I think that you should. Anybody else benefiting off your image is weird to me. Yeah. It's man. like that whole like, you know, one eighty deal for record labels and stuff like yeah. that. Like, you know, people put themselves in a in a bad spot. But until there's a, I think until there's an alternative, until the till D one has to mold, because prospects are going to Lavar Ball's league. Mm-hmm. Or somewhere else, I think it's just going to stay the same. I think things are going to change, man. Um, every other, every other industry is changing um, for the benefit of the consumer, except um, or for the benefit of um, you know the consumer and the worker, really, except for sports. I mean, um, if you look at like financial services, they've got like robo advisors now. Mm. Or like real estate agents, you can just go on like Redfin or Zillow now and find your house, put it yep. in a contract. But it's like sports is one of those things that has so much old money that people are almost scared to challenge it. So until these, until we get a few heavy hitters that come out and say, "Look, um, I can play ball, but guess what? I can also play the piano. Um, I've also got a four point GPA, um, and um, you know, my dad may manage a hedge fund, and I'm." the sole, you know, yeah. heir to, you know, his legacy. So I don't really need to play ball. You need me, right? And the only way that I will play for your program is if uh, you break it down fiscally with numbers and tell me what my worth is right now and how it grows your business mm. over time and um, give me an opportunity to take some shares yeah. in yeah. the future. I mean, we just need a few guys to do that. And, I mean – and some and some guys would be vocal about it. Really, the NFL yep. has a PA. A lot of big businesses have a union, but it's just these kids are little. Yeah, you know, and a lot of them come from homes where the the parents put all their money into sports. You know, and they yeah. and not really just growing like you know growing their children like you know really just 
intellectual beings, yep. businessmen. If they did it that way, I think things would be a lot different. I, I, would, I would love to see what it would do for college sports as a whole if they like compensated players in some manner because, yeah. like, you have all these like star players who know the ultimate goal is to go get paid in the mm-hmm. league. So yeah. they're so they're leaving early. Mm-hmm. But if they're getting compensated somehow in college, maybe they wouldn't leave early. I know. Right. I know that's you're like getting to your ultimate goal quicker, mm-hmm. uh, but you're still getting paid. So maybe you'll stay around a year or, or longer. Get a degree. Yeah. Get a degree, and that will enhance like the sports. You got you got these now instead of star freshmen sophomores, you got some star juniors and seniors who have been playing for. At the collegiate level, they've been playing their whole lives, but at the collegiate level with this team for three or four years, yeah. instead of bouncing early to go get paid, yeah. Which I'm, I'm sure some of them would still bounce early just because they're achieving their their like childhood dream of making the league. Yeah. So that that might not deter like a lot, but I, I would like to see what it would do for college sports as a whole if they compensated kids and maybe a few stars would stay around longer. I've always been a big fan of people jumping ship early. Just because, like, every yeah. game you play, every practice you do. Yeah. But if you're getting some kind of compensation, do you have any desire to get into that world? Like, agent world, financial world for sports? Yeah, I, I um, so I'm switching firms here in the beginning uh, of next month. But Congratulations. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> I guess I can say this. Like, the ultimate goal for me is to become an agent. Um, so I'll be. Um, I would uh, sign with you. <laughs> I might make a comeback at some point. Yeah, man, we do bullpen catcher or something. Yeah, backyard sports Olympics. We got bocce ball, yeah, uh, table tennis, everything, man. something like that. Horseshoes. Yeah. I'm pretty good at disc golf <laughs> and that little game at the brewery company. Shout out Wichita Falls Brewery. Uh, the ring game. Yeah, the, the ring brewery. game. Have you seen the, some of the employees play it? I, man, I nailed it three times last weekend. Okay, so you already get it. I was wine drunk though. I wasn't beer drunk. Oh, okay, so was, that was different. Yeah, yeah, I was smoother. Definitely yeah. locked in. Um, definitely. But, um, yeah, the ultimate goal for me is to uh, become an agent, um, but not necessarily for – I mean, I want to help people transition because that was big for me, you know, uh, being an athlete and then transitioning into the corporate world was huge. Yep. Um, but I think I know the football side of it too. I mean, even basketball. I just I just know sports, I believe. But just the business side is what intrigues me and just really knowing, like, the true power of a, of a man's – of a – of a athlete's intellect yeah is what's really just underestimated these days are most of these agents money churners are they, are they like these bigger guys they're not they weren't athletes none man it's a bunch of old white jewish guys yeah that's what i was wondering like i feel like because i think that would be the coolest shop ever and i would love it it would be in that world especially if you if you did it in a way that you're like hey i think it was gary i think we talked about this in the last podcast but gary v he has a uh, a marketing agency, but he just opened up Vander Sports a few oh, years ago. Yeah. That's gonna be huge. But he was just like, our goal when we sign with you is that to make you as much money in the sport you're in. Mm-hmm. But if something happens, boom, we're gonna transition you. Yep. And that's, I think that's the coolest thing ever. That's where it's at. Jay Z's got the same thing <clears throat> now. Um, oh, I forget he does that. Yeah, but, but I want to go back to what you were saying, Jared, um, with uh, compensating them while they're in school. I thought about that too when I thought about um, giving the players some type of like a market, you know, share or yep. profit sharing program. And I think that um, if you sign a contract with the guy, you can make some type of ladder system and say, okay, um, the your first year will award you twenty five percent of what what your total market worth is to us, and we'll break it down. <clears throat> we'll have some type of system to say, okay. You sold 100 jerseys. We'll give you profits on 25 of them. 
if you only play your first year, right? Let's say you decide to quit or you have some type of uh, career in the injury, right? <clears throat> and then as the years go on, um, your junior and senior year need to be the big swing years. Yeah. Right? To make them stay. Yes, to make them stay. So um, maybe if you stay <clears throat> for your junior year, we'll bump it up to 38, right? But if you stay uh, through your through your senior year, we'll bump up to 55. We'll give you over half. You know, if your profits, they put three years in for you going right. on their fourth year and it's a one time payment. I mean, the, the schools can't lose. It's a one time payment. Once you graduate, once you transition, because uh, to be totally honest, they're still going to make money on it after you leave. They're still yeah. going to sell your jerseys. There's still kids buying Johnny Manziel throwback uh, and sure. number two jerseys. Right. Yeah. So I think that's a lot better for athletes and giving them money now i know when i was young and i first got money we got a athletic stipend and i was like you know there were sometimes we went delinquent on our rent just to buy beer <laughs> you know yeah i mean that's just like a truth you know it's, it's, it's a it's a real thing for young guys with money but um if you let them know that this is what's waiting for you on the other side if you stay you'll be a champion right lloyd carr um then that teaches you you know a lot about patience, poise, planning. Uh, it just helps you think th uh, about more than just the now. I think paying them right now will, will kind of ultimately set them up for failure. Yeah. You know, I, I, I still believe in working for free. I think it's the best thing you can do. Yeah. Yeah. At least for a little bit. I mean, not forever, but I mean, I worked for free and then, I mean, no one could tell me how much they were going to pay me. I was able to say, look, this is how much I want. Yeah. You know, I mean. I've been doing it for free. Yeah, right? And it's like, I know, like, and my thing is, like, you know, my parents, God bless their souls. I mean, they're up in Chicago, negative 55 degrees right now. Oh, my God. Yeah, right? With the wind chill, that is. But <clears throat> I think the biggest thing that my dad always told me was, rather I got cut in Canada, I was really depressed. I had dislocated ribs. And um, I went out to start my practice here. And I was so scared about, you know, being 100% commission and all that, all that crap you tell yourself. And my dad's been in the 100% uh, commission uh, business my whole life, about 30 years. And um, he installed security systems. And he goes, Rick, man, you know, you don't have much debt. You know, you've got a bachelor's degree, all that good stuff. He goes, at the end of the day, you can always just come lay on the couch. <laughs> He's like, what's the worst that could happen? Go broke. Yeah. Go live on your parents' couch, man. I mean, but... There's something about walking in and like, you know, really <clears throat> investing in yourself, building yourself up and then saying, look, I really don't need the money, but you're going to give it to me. Yeah. You know, if I work, if I do the work. So you only get that from work for free. Yeah. we. I mean, I run into that all the time. Mm -hmm. We hire people from any school. Excuse me. They have a degree. They expect to be paid a certain amount, but they come out and they have no experience. None, man. And what they learned at school in marketing does mm. not translate. Mm. We're yet to hire anybody that like without having experience outside of there mm -hmm. from school that, that why worked. would you that's a liability for you yeah right and, but the people who put the time in right will be people that will rise to the top to the end i mean yeah. it's gonna happen the value is uh, there i saw something really interesting when i was uh, back home in chicago over thanksgiving um i think this is pretty common with people just getting out of college um there's this kid who got an engineering degree um because his parents wanted him to hmm. right at university of illinois and um he graduated last spring, and he's still at home in his parents' basement playing video games, which we've all been there. And so I go, you know, what is um, – I'm going to use Ryan. What does Ryan want to do? I'm talking to his dad. 
And he goes, man, he really just doesn't know. So he's got that head fog that, like, you know, we've all been there. Like, we, we know what we want to do, but it's just most times we don't have enough confidence to say it. Yeah. Like, you know, remember how hard it was telling your, par- telling your parents, your teachers, I want to play in the MLB? You know, like, at first when you're young, you say that. You're like, yeah, I want to be in the MLB. But, like, you get to high school, you're scared people are going to say, hey, that's a stupid idea, kid. Yeah. Right? So I feel like he has an idea. And so I go, what does he like to do? And he goes, man, Rick, you know, um, he watches the college football games and he knows all the stats, all the players. He loves he loves making the calls. And I'm like, man, why doesn't he just go back to University of Illinois, get a dirt cheap apartment um, and intern as a statistician? Hmm. Just walk into your alma mater and say, hey, I graduated from here. I'm a big fan of the team. I'm not working right now, but. Is there anything I can do for free that has to do with taking down stats for the team? All I need is a T-shirt and a schedule. I'll help you. So you mean to tell me if he did that for six months, there wouldn't be an opportunity for him? For sure. Right? For sure. Take out a loan for six month, for a six-month lease at an apartment. Yep. I mean, it's that easy, I think. Yeah. I but you got to want to do it to that point. Yeah, You got to be <clears throat> ready to go back and land your parents. Yeah. Couch. A lot of times it's pride. It is, man. Like, what are you doing right now? Like, um, right. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. taking down stats. Mm. You know, like, but you have an end goal. Yeah, right. That's tough. But yeah, I think I think it's the grind, man. I think a lot of people they feel like they've gone into debt for the school, mm-hmm. and they feel like entitled or they deserve something. But yeah, the real world doesn't really care at all. And you have to put the time in. Mm-hmm. You're talking about jersey sales a second ago. What do you think of people who get custom jerseys with their name on the back? And go to the grown men that put their name on the back and go to a sporting event. Would you do it, Jared? I would not. Okay. I was expecting you to say, yeah, I'd do it. <laughs> I was like, Jared, do it, I'd do it. <laughs> I would not. My thing is, I'm gonna be snooty here. I got my I got enough pro jerseys of my own, so um I'm not gonna do it. Um But I guess if you're just like a off the street average Joe, why not? It's your money, you know, do it. You, I can't. I you can't built that team. If we're, if we're gonna <laughs> think about it, oh yeah, you're, you're buying their jerseys. You, you're helping you, you, build that team. You got a little stock in that team. You do. Yeah, I can't do it. Really? I, Why not? I could have a, a Romo jersey, which still feels kind of weird to be a grown man wearing another grown man's so jersey. Just a envi- little bit. Now I just envisioned it. Yeah, I don't know if I'm all the way. But if I that. if I'm up there and I've got like a number nine Draper jersey, Cowboy jersey, you're like <laughs> not you can't great. Take his number. Yeah it's, it's, yeah, it's the worst when you use their number. Too. Well, I mean, I'm gonna use someone's number. 77. Yeah. You can use like zero. I'll just take Luca's number and then put Draper on it. I would say you would have to check the whole 53-man roster if it's football and um, find a number that's not on there. And be like, yeah, you know, I was with the team for a little bit. Um, I'm just hanging it up, though. You know, if you have the fan. same last name as somebody, I'm okay with it. Hmm. But I, it just – That's up there like stolen valor it. for me, man. It's just like you can't perpetrate and, like, you know, yeah, pretend. Well, I don't know. I, every once in a while you'll see, like, that older couple that's like – you know, together forever, and that's like the year they were like married. That's okay. The, the I'm okay dad's with that. Together, yeah. and the wife is uh, forever. Yeah, and it's got the year there. Like it's like 19, you know, 42, and it's like, oh, oh that's cute. That's lame. I'm dude. okay with that. We don't need that as sports. But I'm not okay. Leave with, that at home. With looking, you know, out there at the Ranger game, looking around, and I see Jared wearing, which I, you know what, I'm going to change my view. I'm okay with it. Uh-huh. If you're going to commit to that. Then you better have the full gear. You better have baseball <laughs> oh, yeah. pants on, cleats on, slides, hat, yep, all that. A warm up, everything. Fanny pack. Mm. You have. You better have. You better. If you're gonna go that far, you have to go all the way. I'm gonna be diplomatic and say I'm indifferent. 
Do what you want to do. We live in America. Yeah, I, I believe we live in America. But yeah. if you do it, I'm heckling you as well. <laughs> okay, yep. We do live in America. Do it. I'm heckling you as well. Right. I don't know. I, we always joke about that. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll see somebody back. That's kind of cool. Yeah. But most of the time, I'm like, nah. Because it's usually another fan's jersey. Yeah. I can't do it. I think it's okay. Hey, so um, I kind of cut you off before you got to show me the rest of the... Uh, the, None of the other ones are really that great. I want to hear them, man. This one's a really, this one's another one's good. I'm a man. I'm forty. Oh, okay. I think the rest of these are bad. I think all of the rest are like stock ones, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> no, we put that one in. Ooh, conspiracy theories. This one I'm not going to click it because it's um, chirping from what is it? A cricket? Crickets. Yeah. <laughs> and it goes on forever, so I can't get it to stop. Okay. I can't remember what this one is. Oh, no, that's a great one. The one you guys forgot to do when uh, you had having a Nickelodeon podcast. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you were like super late with the joke. Oh, <laughs> drop the ball on that one real bad. And I got this one, but this one takes way too long. It's time! My buddy way TK would love that one. He says it's time all the time. Way too long. You need something like this. This is the perfect length. <laughs> <laughs> What's this top uh, orange one right here? That's that's the uh, the top right. Yeah. Click it. That's the uh, the I'm a main. No, that, oh, no, that, that, one. that one's not. Uh, that's like Jerry Springer. Yeah. Oh no, she did. So you mentioned earlier microtransactions. Yes. That you've spent a lot of money on them. Uh huh. <sighs> My girlfriend's gonna hate that when she hears <laughs> it. Um. Yeah. She's I probably listening to this podcast. She's. I'm gonna make her listen to okay. it. Okay. It's a. Uh, well, I'll ask her to listen to. it. I won't make her listen to it. Um, love you, babe. Um, yeah, you spend a lot of money on these games, man. And I don't know when it started. Like, when did all these microtransactions start? You couldn't do it. We grew up, obviously. So, have you played the new 2K? Like, 2K19? No. Okay. I didn't buy it because I was in a bad place. Right. I was, I, we were about to have a baby, and I was playing. Congratulations, all the time. by the way. I think I haven't said congratulations. 2018 was a crazy year, huh? It, yes. You are with child now. Like, literally. Yeah. That's. And I remember amazing. every night at 3 a.m. Oh man! And I'm just kidding. It's not been that bad. It's been good, dude. My um, my wife's probably mad that I said that because she's the one that gets up at three. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I'm there too. Wakes me up too. Dave, get up. Yeah, get up. <laughs> but uh, my girlfriend's got a ten year old and a five year old, so I'm kind of new to the child game too this year. And you're jumping um, in with with kids that are older. Yeah, they're grown ass men. Dude, it's wild. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. You said beer. I was like, man, you got a like a a, a, a whiskey IV back there. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of drinking, but it's been all good. It's been fun though, man. Just um, I coach this. Uh, so there's Caden. He's he's a, he's uh, ten years old. He goes to Overton Ray on Burke, and there's little Allure, and she goes to IC Evans out in Burke. Love Burke, by the way. My first time being out there for real. Um, we've loved get we we do a lot of stuff for the city of Burke and for mm-hmm. Burke Rising. We love Burke. It's a beautiful place, man. Great I people. Mean, nothing on which I mean Wichita is great too, but I feel like they they're just different places, really. Yep. Um, if like I I won't even like pull my motorcycle out in Wichita for real because there's just so much traffic here. Really. Yeah. But Burke, I mean, they have have all those like cool back roads and all that cool stuff. It's just a great city. Are you, are you moving out to Burke? No. Are you moving? Oh, to uh, Westlake? Yeah. Yeah. So it's... Um, I don't know if I can say anything. Sorry. No, it's all good. Let's put it out there, man. I'm living in my truth. 
Um, I didn't know if your girlfriend even knew yet or no, yeah. bad, bad time to tell her. <laughs> oh, <this guy>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah babe, um, I want to tell you, I got a new job. He's offer. he's moving. <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> Where's the beer? But anyway. <laughs> yep. No, nah, we talked. I, I, I spoke to her before. Uh, I mean, we're equally yoked, man. We're, we're uh, trying to walk hand in hand. Really, we really are. Um, but yeah, I spoke to her before I even accepted the offer. She's been really supportive. Cool. Um, <clears throat> but... Um, we, um, at first, you know, I was looking for a house and all that good stuff. And, you know, I was ready to do the down payment. But um, <clears throat> they love it out in Burke so much, man. Uh, I think I'm just going to drive for a little while. And uh, Every day? Yeah, every day. People look at me like I'm crazy when I say it. And I was like, man, you know, since I was a little boy, I always wanted a, you know, a wife and kids. And, um, I mean, more than I wanted football, to be honest. Um, so... I'm going to grind it out and see what happens. The worst I can do is lose a car. You should get like a helicopter. Yeah, right? Be like Neon Dion. Huh? I don't think helicopters are that fast either. So I can't <laughs> you. No, but it's cool. I got with an awesome firm, man. I can't really drop the name of the firm, but um, the firm I'm with um, holds 90% of 401ks in our nation. So they're really good. And um, they even have a work from home program where you can you know work up to 45% from home if you produce. So I'll go through training, you know, I'll learn all their conversations and all that good stuff. And um, I'll just do what Rick Simpson has always done, you know, level up, train, and um, Heck yeah. pay my dues, man. Heck yeah. It's just grind. So, But this is what I want, you know. It's, um, the kids are cool, so I'm cool, man. I'll be a little tired, I'll be a little fatigued, but I'll sleep and I'll get up and I'll just boss up again. So, Man, good for you. Yeah, yeah so I'll drive for a while to answer your question. Yeah. Um, but the microtransactions, man. Um, last year in 2K18, um, you can get like all those like contracts. Did, was 2K18 the one you had? Yep. So you can get like like the contracts and like yep. say you get like a Nike contract, Jared. Like um, you you can get all the Nike shoes for free when yep. you go to like a little like Foot Locker store. Yep. But now the microtransactions are so crazy, um, <laughs> that you <laughs> it's so messed up <laughs> in your contract now. You don't get anything for free. You just get a store discount. I know. I read that online. Isn't that mess? So you still have to buy shoes (laughs) in this video game. So I just bought these, um, like, in real life. So I hoop, you know, at at, at lunchtime. And I bought these uh, crazy explosive uh, sneakers, 2018 Prime Knits. And I was like, man, just like you, I want to make my guy just like me. And I went into the Foot Locker in virtual reality world, and I was like, I need to find these crazy explosives, you know, man. Get my guy nice and juiced up, you know, so I can go boom on some guys. And it was like 4,000 VC. And I only had 6,000. So I'm sitting there, like, counting my VC, like, dude, what? Am I really video game broke? (laughs) 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 Like, this is madness. Did you buy it? Nah, man. Uh, I'm going to find your advisor, man. I was like, I need to invest a little more and. Have a saving strategy month to month. Why don't they set it up where when you buy the shoes in real life, you get some kind of code? Yeah, they should. Sure you can go that. buy. Look on at the you, video man. Game. You're killing it. That's, that's what you should amazing. do. Amazing. That's, that's when you when you said you bought those shoes. I thought that's what you're gonna say that you got a discount for these on the game. No, why man. is that not a thing? They want all my money. It's like because ah, they're making it. They know they can. Yeah, it's I guess bad, true. dude. I mean, but there's like daily challenges where you can get money. But also, I mean, like your player sucks if you're a broke person in real life. <laughs> like I don't know how little kids it's, it's all grown man playing 2k oh for sure there's no way like little kids are 
hopping on to like this like the the park and the my player and like dropping what 60 bucks to buy 150 vc for like, sure hey dad imagine your daughter yeah. walking up to you in fears hey dad can i have 60 bucks for what you're gonna go buy a dress some shoes no i like to buy some uh some virtual currency for my video game it's like is it better be two, if it's 2k then yes <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, doing it for sure. some barbie world thing then see ya <laughs> oh man dude i just i'm floored but i've got a lot of time on my hands until i start so i don't know if we talked about this the last time but all I think about when I first started playing 2K18, mm-hmm. when I was walking around that world, mm-hmm. which I think is so cool. So I'm walking around and I'm seeing all those billboards, which obviously are, are great advertisements. But it's going to be real cool here in a few years when those are local. When local people can buy those ads. Because you can just geotarget them. Like, oh, I want and I want these guys to see this ad. Because you, you have all those billboards up. You think that's next up? Oh, for sure. Because there's so much more money. You can still have the national sponsorships. <clears throat> You know, you're still signing in certain ways, but some of that stuff can be easily changed. That's dope. And then it'd be cool if you can like interact with it. And instead of like signing like a Foot Locker deal in the game or a Gatorade deal, you can sign like a um, man. Like, we're we're investing all of our money in that. We're gonna be there's gonna be design works deals for yeah. sure. Man, that'd be so cool. And then like have like voiceovers, like yeah. local voiceover. Man, that'd be that's next level. That's, that sounds like Ready Player One type stuff. Yeah. That's what really if you're just cool. picking clients up on there? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you're able to run an advertisement. People know it's you. Yeah. You start you start playing a game with them, you can chop it up. I and then I think that I mean, I think that a lot of the stuff's gonna go virtual reality. And I don't think everybody sees it like someone's gonna go home, put their headset on, sit on their couch. It's look it sounds it gives me a lot of anxiety. It really does. Yeah, I was so panicked when I was wa- walking around that virtual world because I was like, yeah. I'm about to play yeah. this a lot. And I was staying up till two, three in the morning. Yeah, man. Just and then Katie be like, What were you doing? I'm like, oh just yeah, working mm-hmm. <laughs> virtual <Yeah>. currency. <laughs> virtual currency. I'm a slave now. I can't even come home. I'm I'm actually stuck on here unless they'll snipe me. Yeah, in real life, so I need to stay online, babe. Yeah, <laughs> it's not good, but it's. I wish there was a way that you could win money back. Yeah, I mean, you can do daily challenges on the new 2K. I wish you could bet people on there. You That's can. Uh, you can bet people on with with VC. Yeah. Oh, on those courts. Yeah, the courts. Inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I played that yeah. once and got out of there because my guy was five nine. <laughs> you could get your stuff sent across the court. Yeah. I don't mess with that stuff, man. I just go and play the uh, like the games and I request trades and stuff when I get tired of the team. I'm all everything's got to be realistic for me, so I had to be on the Mavericks. Oh yeah, I, I, won, a, I, won, I won two titles. Yeah, and then requested a trade and destroyed the city of Dallas. <laughs> Destroyed him. I was out. What? Also, only wanted to trade because I wanted to see if the city changed, and oh. it doesn't. Huh? It's pretty much the same thing. They just changed it up to, with a new logo or whatever. Wow. And then he's got that house. Where, how much? How, did, how are you able to get that much money to get that penthouse that early? I mean, the right NBA's, there by the stadium. No the, way. The NBA has got great rookie deals, by the way, and it's all guaranteed money too. That would be my dream house. You just have like a small bedroom and then a basketball court. Yeah. Yeah. The, the hoop and the. The hoop in the little penthouses, that's extreme. That's big. I know. I spent an hour one night customizing that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do the, um, uh, like, the space the space court? Where oh, it's for like, sure. Yeah. I was, like, like scrolling neon. through all of them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Not good. Not yeah. good at all. Yeah. Do you, but I think you, that's play, where it's you play video games at all? Unfortunately, I still have a PS3, that's and, it's, a, and, it's, and it's not even hooked up. Logan uh, tried to teach me 2K the other night. 
And he uh, he's like, yeah, I don't remember the controls. And he just, he just went on. Throttled. Ne- never taught me the controls. Went on to throttled. Th- throttle me by like 50 points. Wow. I think like I I don't I think there was a quarter where I scored maybe two points. Wow. I was probably like 0 for 24 on free throws because I could never figure that out. Yeah. I was like, so, I can't remember how to do the alley-oop button. But, <laughs> <laughs> Logan is terrified to play me in Madden, though. Oh, really? I, I am no. good at Madden. I'm good at Madden. On PS3? On uh, what Xbox 360. Whatever we have in here. And I'm, I'm decent at... What's the new Xbox? Xbox, Xbox One? Xbox One, yeah. I'm decent yeah. at one. It's a, the Xbox One, or going from Xbox 360 to Xbox One, is a yeah. lot different. Really? But I'm still decent at graphics, Xbox One. Graphics-wise, not even close to the same. Mm. You appreciate it a lot more. I don't play as much Madden these days just because it's so slow. Like, uh, well, not... Yeah, it's so slow. Like You only get to, you get to touch the bar with, like twice the whole game unless you do like 15 minute quarters i know yeah it sucks that's why i just got on 2k because like at least you get a few possessions so yeah i love 2k it's a fun game i need to get 19 i'm probably gonna buy it after this podcast now (laughs) (laughs) that's what happened i went home that night yeah i was like what is he talking about and so i got it and i was like see ya Mm -hmm. it's bad man and especially like if you're in a relationship like that's like (laughs) it's so bad like melissa looks at me and she's like are you about to get on the game and i'm like Maybe, like you know, it's like watch her to see like what her mood is like. Yeah, because if you know if she's a little pit, pissy, I'm gonna be like, okay, Not nah, I was just you know about to hop on Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> you know, see if you want to watch a movie. Yeah, I made Katie watch the whole game when I had played Game Seven of the NBA Finals. I made her sit <laughs> oh, yeah. there and watch the whole thing. That's real, man. Like that's real love. I was like, I'm, I'm not like this is happening. This is yeah. a big game for me. Don't talk to me. Don't talk. Give me yeah. a water at halftime. Yeah. Yeah. Throw the Gatorade on me after I win. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then I acted like I didn't know if I was going to get the uh, MVP. Yeah. I was like, I wonder who they're going to give it to. I hope it's me. I have no... Oh, they gave it to me. Did you yeah. give your own acceptance speech to her? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, you pull a Tom Brady? Yeah. Wait, 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 yeah. You, I didn't know what you said, man. I just want to thank Katie, yeah. my little baby girl. <laughs> it's been a big year for it's me. It's been a big year. There's so many VCs Everyone in. doubted me. Yeah. I never thought this would happen with the Mavericks. We have a terrible team. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not good. Oh, I always struggle God. with that teammate grade. Yeah. If you if you you can't just go in there because at first I was just jacking up threes, just trying to get points, mm-hmm. and I would always have like a D teammate grade. Yeah. But that that's that's where your stuff is. Yeah, that really doesn't matter. Like now though, it's like it's so wild. Oh man, it's crazy. Different world, man. It is. It's getting scary, man. What type of world do you think our kids are going to live in when they're our age? Technology-wise. Logan always talks about his future predictions, and they terrify me. me like, I'd, 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 like, never have – because we used to have, like, a, almost, like, a whole segment where we talked about, like, future stuff. And I was yeah. like, I'm, I, like, didn't provide anything to it. But this dude – I'll tell you what. So terrifying me. Before you go – so I listened to you go, to you all's podcast. It wasn't the uh, Nickelodeon one. It was before that. But it, you said the same thing. And – uh I mean, I, I deal with anxiety, like, for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of one of my big triggers is, like, uncertainty, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, most people, like, deal with uncertainty and anxiety. But, like, me, like, when it comes to the future, I always turn it south. I'm just like, yeah, um, AI might be really, um, you know, sophisticated. So I guess robots are going to be probing our brains and farming us like the Matrix. Yep. And I'm just, like, scared. Yep, no. <laughs> you know well, they, so. they just discovered that bug. Like, I guess it was yesterday or a couple of days ago with FaceTime, uh-huh. where they like people were actually like listening 
to you and watching you through your camera or your phone. There's like some bug and, and FaceTime. Do you have an iPhone? Yeah. So yeah. Bef- before uh, they answered the call, right? Yeah. Oh, they can hear yeah. you, right? Yeah. yeah like watch ringing. They can like see you and hear you and everything. Yeah. But apparently there's a bug in there and you can like turn it off somehow. Hmm. So. So something really weird popped up yesterday when I was taking Caden to basketball practice. And Caden's super cool. He's I mean, he's 10 years old, but he's like, man, 10 year olds now are like when we were 16. That's oh, like, for sure. They're like sophisticated, man. And like his mom and grandma don't want to believe it. But I'm like, this dude, he's up there. Yeah. Right. They're good at hiding it, though. But um, I can get it out of them. But um, so every Tuesday around 530, I take my basketball practice at six. Right. And I think you know what I'm going to say. So guess what pops up on my phone? Um, the uh, so he plays basketball at the City View team. Um, the map, the Apple Maps app pops up and it goes uh, 17 minutes to City View Drive. And I was like, wait, Caden, I didn't even open this app up or t- I know how to get the city view, man. How the heck did this thing know we we're going to basketball practice? And he goes, I don't know. I guess it just figured that it's since it was 530 and we usually go to basketball practice every Tuesday at 530. It just lets you know. And that's not scary to him at all. That's just what that's they're going to – I think that's normal. the future. They're going to be yeah. so that's used like, to it. And I'm like, dude, like that's like – so we got him a flip phone. He doesn't have an iPhone anymore. <laughs> he had the iPhone when I first came into the picture, um, but, I, you know, I dadded that out the way. And then you see like the videos of those robots doing backflips yeah, and right. doing shooting uh, free throws and not missing a shot yeah. and putting up drywall and stuff. Like, I'm so ready to tag a, a robot. I got a, a, a Desert Eagle 1911-45 ACP. If there's any robots listening – you go. They are. I'm they're, ready. For they're, you. they're listening for yeah. sure. I am John Connor. Yeah. <laughs> hey Siri. <laughs> the term. Hey Siri. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think that. I think that the future is just listen, like learning. Mm-hmm. The fact that they can learn now mm-hmm. yeah. and learn your behavior, how you operate, it's going to make your life better. I it's going to make your life more efficient. Yeah. But there's a lot of negatives. Yeah. I mean, but that's just uncertainty, right? I mean, so you can't really like you know, it may be negative, it may not be. We just need to be open minded. I think what'll freak everyone out is like when a guy walks into a restaurant with a, with a gun on his hip is everyone freak out and say gun but then you you just forget to look at his the left side of his chest and see he's got a police badge yeah, yeah. like dude just let it breathe for a little bit yeah i think yeah it's gonna get weird but my my biggest fear with technology is the removal of personal conversation yeah human error right you know and us being able to like you know you know like you talked about anxiety i have a lot yeah. of anxiety. Yeah, you got you know. a new kid, man. That anxiety is real. Yeah. You know, <laughs> depression's a real thing. You yeah, know, people being bullied, there's a lot of stuff. And I think the less real conversations we have with people, the worse it, it'll be. Yes. So technology is a huge benefit to us, but how we use it may not be good. Yeah. And that might be that might be our biggest problem where we get in and you can rely. You don't even need like an assistant. You have a personal assistant on your phone that mm-hmm. takes care of everything. It knows your schedule. It's scheduling everything. It's listening to everything you're doing. It's making your life more optimized and better. Yeah. But th- there's something about the failing forward and the communication with people that if our whole life is on 2K18, mm-hmm. I think we miss out on a lot of human interaction. Yeah. And I think... Um, but it's going to be dope. It is. It is going to be nice. I'm so bummed, man. I think it's going to be nice depending on how the demographic responds to it. Mm-hmm. There's still a lot of work that needs to be done with people. You know, um, like another big thing was... Um, 
one of the things, I mean, this is crazy. I'm saying it's on air, but one of the things that really attracted me, um, after Melissa and I started dating, um, was being in the kids' lives, you know? And it was like, with me, I never really thought about how I was to grow up without a dad, mm. you know? But then, like, once you see it, you know, it's like, man, this can go left, right, any type of direction. But there's more of a chance of these people actually being one or two or three less people we have to worry about in the streets if they have a full home, yep. if they have a father that will truly steward them in the right direction. Yep. And so when 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 there's a void in, in the household where there's no discipline, there's no father, there's no love, um, as humans, we want to get rid of the pain, right? So what do we do? We go to what we know the most, what we're, what we're the most certain about. And because computers are so accessible, um, video games are so accessible, they're going to hop in that game. They're going to make it their pseudo dad. They're going to make it their yep. brother. They're going to make it that all that good stuff. And that just that just tells me that, like, you know, if we're not engaged with our families, if we're not creating that structure for them, if we're not giving them that love, if we're not listening to them, if we're not sticking our foots in their ass, man, then technology can get, can get scary for us. Yeah, yep, I agree. You know, so with that being said, I mean, once again, there's a lot more work that needs to be done on the human level, yeah. you know, before we can actually let the technology be our assistance. Do yep. you know how to talk with people, you know, before you just ask Siri to set this meeting up? Yep. Do you know how to make these cold calls? Do you know how to do all that good stuff? So There was a bot we, we saw, I think it was like a year ago, that Google was coming out with that 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 telephone one yeah it could take all of your stuff for you and it was smart enough to know and work through because it's it's reading off your calendar yeah but it could also make a call to a restaurant and be like hey i need to set up it's having like a normal conversation yeah. with a human and you have no idea it's like i need to set up a reservation for you know tuesday at seven it's like oh we don't have wow we don't take reservations it's like oh perfect and they would just put on your calendar huh. like you can be there or it'd yeah. be like uh, we don't have seven, but we have nine. Does that work? And we like check back through and be like, yeah, nine, nine's perfect. I'll put us down for four. Hmm. You know, like it's and it's like that. You don't have you just be like, hey, give me a reservation and it's done. Which it was, sounds so dope. It does. It was like the most human sounding thing either. Like they even built in <clears throat> like stutters. Yeah. With this bot, like why? Um, uh, yeah, like like stu like it sounded like a human, and it like wasn't just like those automated messages that you get from bots all the time. Like it was a conversation. They had no idea it was a bot. Like if we were talking to one right now and we would have no idea. Like the listeners don't even know that like I'm a bot. Yeah. Yeah. Rich. You're not even in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm real. <laughs> yeah. It's wild, man. It really is. So that's crazy. There's a lot of good to it, man. There's always good to it. You know, we're going to cure um, diseases. We're going to fix problems. We're going to do a lot of this cool stuff, but mm -hmm. that human interaction, that one-on-one, -on -one, that, you know, I mean, I saw those uh, VR goggles. I think it was on a commercial where you mm -hmm. could like set courtside. Oh, yeah. snap. you know, you like set courtside the Lakers game and watch it. Like that's really cool. If like you got three or four buddies at their house and yeah. you're all sitting next to each other, yeah, you know, and you're all like engaged and talking about the game while you're watching it. That to me would be so dope. But the yeah. problem is, if all of our kids grow up doing that, and maybe they're even talking with their friends, but there's something nice about sitting around a TV. Yeah. We're hanging out together in a room. So it'll yeah. be interesting. Like you said, there's good and bad to everything. It's how we use it. Yeah. Uh, the problem is going to be when technology turns on us. Yeah. Terminator. Yeah. That's when it's ball game. 
Yep. Yeah, but hopefully we don't. We're not around for that. Um. <laughs> I don't think we. I don't. I'd be surprised if we are. You there, there was like a bot or a robot that they sent into space, uh-huh. and it was kind of like a Siri robot. Mm-hmm. And they were like, uh, one of the astronauts or someone was like, "Hey, play this song," mm-hmm. and it started playing the song, but it wouldn't stop playing the song. Wow. And so they called back home and were like, "Hey, I need to shut this thing down." And then the robot started like getting aggressive, being like. You know, be nice or whatever, and so they had to shut it down and put it in a closet. What? Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, it's already gone too far. When a robot starts, you know, mouthing back. What? Yeah, it's like, uh, excuse me. Yeah, no way. Starts putting hands on you. Yeah, dude. Slapping you upside the head, and you're just like, oh, I'm sorry. I guess this is your house. <laughs> oh god. Ball game. So like, are they? I wonder if they're like making these robots like. Physically, are they making them just strong enough to like deal with like a 160 pound average man? Like, I don't know. I feel like they just need to make these robots like you know, four foot five, 100 pounds. But then you then you leave them alone for a while and they start working out. I feel like I haven't seen. (laughs) I feel like I haven't seen one video of a robot that I didn't think could beat me up. Oh my god! That one that did the backflip. That thing was pretty. Big and strong. Yeah, I've, I've never seen fluid. I've never seen a video of a robot that I was like, man, yep, I could take it. Mm-mm. Every single one's like, nope, that thing's huge. That thing's it could, it big could for sure beat me. Yeah. They should all. They all need to have a kill switch. Yeah, things get bad. The real problem is when all of a sudden they reach back there and turn back on. You're like, oh crap. Oh man, <laughs> we should burn it. Oh, doesn't work. That's not good, man. It's waterproof. Bummer. Battery life. It's solar powered. You're done. <laughs> oh, it just had babies. Oh no! <laughs> There's 30 of them in the house now. What are we gonna do? Yeah, it's been creating robots. Just create its own internet. Uh, you know, ball game. Just, just took the infrastructure down. A Wi-Fi hotspot. Yeah, new president. See ya. <laughs> oh no! You know, like it's it's that. I don't think that's possible. Though. Oh my god! It's like that. It had 30 babies. Yeah, just all like that. Just it found a mate and had 30 babies. Yeah, 3D printed them. So you know what I'm saying? We got a, we got a real problem here. It, yeah, shoot. Hear me, I think at some point you'll walk into a fast food place that's only robots. Only robots. There's not even a human in, in the place. And they're going to start poisoning us. Slowly, though. Slowly. They probably already are. Probably. Yeah. Steve cool. Jobs is just hiding out. all started out. with him, man. It's messed up. He's hiding out somewhere. Yep. Just waiting. Yeah. I wonder what type of weird Tupac. conspiracy theories or thoughts like came up when... Um, TVs like televisions were first. Oh, period. for sure. I feel like that's like what era we're living in. Just repeat it. Imagine how weird it was when they're like, um, like, like our like you know our our great grandparents saying, "I'm ready to throw that dang uh, television thing out the window." All they do is stare at it all day. Those screens, this and that and the other. Why can't you just sit down and listen to a show on the radio like a normal person? Yeah, you know. And then look at us saying like, "Why can't you just put that dang iPhone down and just yeah. quit looking at the iPad?" It's yeah. Now we got twelve and thirteen year old kids making more than all of us combined on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I wonder when they're gonna like hedge that somehow. It can't last. It can't last. Well, the new thing's Twitch. Yeah, I mean that's that's cool, but once again, I don't think it can last. No, I think everything. I think the I think the evolution of things are just gonna be faster. Yeah. You know, the TV area was a long time. Mm-hmm. I think everything else is just going to be fast. Yeah. You're going to see stuff come and go. Because you can get, back then, I mean, it had to have taken a long a long period of time to get TVs in everyone's home. Mm-hmm. Years and years. I think now a new phone comes out, everyone can have it. Yeah. Yeah, I've got that Ball game. iPhone forever thing and all that. I got a new iPhone like it was nothing. I know. It was crazy. So I'll just pay this monthly fee for it. I'll yeah. just rent it from you. 
Yeah. And it's just a phone, so. <clears throat> so you're not leaving, though, so you can keep doing podcasts with us in the future. Yeah, I mean, I have a pretty long um, day. I'm usually, we're, we're up at 530. Um, probably try to be around the house, around, out the house around 545, and down there uh, to get a good workout in before I go into work. They've got an on-site gym. Um, do my work, get home. So I'll probably be home around 7. I, my goal is, is I really want to get to the point where I can work a little bit from home because I really enjoyed coaching football last year. That cool. was my first year coaching football. And cool. I wasn't a big fan of the head coach, but um, I had a good time teaching the kids how to truly play ball. Cool. Yeah, so I'll be around. Have you ever watched the show Friday Night Hikes? Yes, and I think it's horrible. Okay. I was going to ask you if, if you had it, if you resembled any of their, any of their coaching styles. Mm-hmm. I got uh, three seasons into uh, that show. <laughs> I really did. You love it. <laughs> I don't know if I did because we, Jared and I always have like, because there's those moments where you're like, man, how cool is it that, that, you know, this guy's taking this much time to invest in these kids? And there'd be some teams you'd be like, oh, this is awesome. But they're some of the worst people ever yeah. on that yeah. show. I'm actually like, the weird thing is, is like, as a grown man, the thing that's changed from like you know Ricky as the athlete to Rick as a grown man is that I'm not really a huge sports fan. To be totally honest with you, um, I value the lessons that sports teach us as children. I really do believe it's just a childhood thing, though. I mean, that's something new for me. Now, the idea of like now you, you thought it was weird—the idea of like you wearing another man's jersey. I venture into the idea that it's weird for a grown man to be playing a child's game. You know, um, what role does it have? Yeah. You know, um, I mean, I, I sit at games, like basketball games, football games, and I see these parents get all up in arms about their kid missing. I heard a, a woman say to her son, uh, I'm use, I'll use a fake name, I'll say Trey. Um, so it was end of the game, and he shoots a shot. And he hanged his head after he shot the shot. And his mom yelled. She goes, we needed that shot, Trey. And I damn near lost it. I was we in there. We needed that shot? Yeah. And I, I took my hat and I just like, you know, put it right over my eyes. And I was like, where the F am I? Why? And That's like the least encouraging thing I've ever yeah. heard. Yeah. As opposed to when, um, so Caden, a couple weeks ago, um, got fouled really hard. Uh, by some kid and smacked his head up against the wall. Not He just smacked the kid's head up against the wall. King got fouled hard. He ran to the wall and smacked his head. And he, he was wobbling around a little bit. His mom almost stood up and I, you know, I said, hey, no, just relax. And after the game, you know, uh, me and his mom were talking and I'm like, hey, you know, the reason why I told you to relax is because he's going to learn more resiliency out there than we can ever teach him sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, because I know that's how I learned it. Yeah. You know, I, I learned. It wasn't like, you know, I got hit in school. My parents were like, you know, you better hit him back. It was like, okay, you're playing against a dirty player today. But guess what, Rick? No one cares. Yeah. You know, it's either you win or you lose. And there's going to be different elements. There's going to be different, you know, variables out there. But you have to you have to stay in your truth. Yep. You have to stay solid um, and play the game. Okay. Um, and I think that's what sports is really about. Now, once the, now once you become you know 15, 16, 17, 18, 20, 22, all that good stuff, hopefully by then you've learned all those lessons, how to be a good teammate, how to be a great leader, how to speak speak with someone with tact versus being tactless. Um, but 
you know, after a while, it just turns into money churning. You're just kind of a dick. Really. Yeah. So, I mean, so sports, yeah. We needed that shot. I'm going to start yelling that. Yeah. Yeah, man. Just it, the kids. Just, it tore me the up, The one man. person in the crowd who should be in that moment, man, it's we, like, hey, yeah. you got it. You're good. Man, we sit down, and, like, at first, Melissa hated how, um, oh, man, like how, I mean, because I said, like, hey, you know, when I'm at games, like, you know, let's when we speak, let's just try to be encouraging. Let's try to, I'm like, because, like, we're not going to coach these kids from the sideline. They, yeah. They've got coaches and all that good stuff. They're not listening to us, but, um so I was like, let's only say encouraging things like that. But so because the negative stuff, man, this is like where we build them up. This is where they become men. Like, you know, l- little boys, just like little girls equate their self-worth with beauty. Yep. You know, like, yep. Daddy, tell me I look, I look pretty in this. I want to wear makeup. Boys, we equate our self-worth with sports. Yep. If we're a star quarterback, then we're a star in life. Yep. You know, so it's like you got to pay attention to that. But. I feel like these days I'm I'm the only guy who really sees that sometimes. Yeah, I love. I, I think it, it's taught me a lot about being competitive, and that that can be a really really good thing in mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. and it can be a bad thing if it's nurtured the right way. Yeah, and so I don't know. I like to compete in anything. If Jared and I can throw, you know, wall, you know, toilet paper at the wall and see mm-hmm. who can do it better. Yeah, we're gonna do it for an hour and see who wins. Yeah, but that man, should, yeah, I agree. There's a bounce. That's like. I, I umpired for a few years in Little League, mm-hmm. and I quit. And the last yeah. time, well, after the last game of the season, I was supposed to go in and fill out a police report because parents were fighting in the parking lot. And the things that parents would say to me yeah. was one thing. I could I live bet. with that. Right. But when things they would say to their kids, yeah. I'm like, man, there's, that's, you're the only person in life that they should know is going to be there. As their best. Like, in, especially in a moment like that that you can control. Mm-hmm. I understand life circumstances get hard. People make mistakes. But that's one moment. Yeah, you know, and honestly, most of the time it's like, hey, your kid's not even that good. Exactly. Like they're not going anywhere. I'm so glad you said that. I'm definitely. I mean, having her listen to this. <laughs> they're not that good. They're not. I mean, it's just this is a tool to help them grow. Yeah, and be this the best you can. Yes. Don't quit. Fight hard. Get. But listen, you're not going to be a pro athlete. You just got to understand that. And if you are, that's not going to be the end. No. For you at all, you're going to do it for about 10, 15 years, maybe. Yeah, and then. And then what? You know, what? like that's not who you are. You're not defined by. Yes, it. yes. But yeah, I that was like my always my thing. Yeah. Because then you, you start, I start feeling like I got a lot of the kids like, oh man, you're doing great. Uh-huh. When somebody should be, you know, trying to grow them. But yeah, yeah. Sports are a funny thing. I think it's a good thing too because it reveals a lot about us. It does how we treat people, how we mm-hmm. handle situations. But um, yeah, I just got tired of sports because I just beat Jared in literally everything. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> So have you? Uh, so you're new into uh, fatherhood now. Yep. Have you? So I, I click into this zone all the time, where I'll just start envisioning like ten years down the road yep. what kind of dad I'll be. Um, you want one? Yes. And actually, after I ask you this, I'm gonna slide to the bathroom. Um, we'll have you? It, we'll wrap it up in just a second too. Okay. Have you thought about what type of dad you're gonna be? Uh, yeah. And I'm very secure in it. Really? Okay. So I know a lot of elements can happen. Uh-huh. Um, I was lucky to have, um, he just walked up, an amazing dad. Oh, yeah. With that, was always with that present. That sick shirt. Yeah. Six buttons down, open. <laughs> but he, so my dad was the best dad, like sports, we'll use that as an example. Uh-huh. He um, he had sports he would prefer I play. Like, he loved, he loved baseball. He felt like I was better at baseball. He played tennis. He would prefer I played tennis. But I chose basketball. I loved basketball. Never once guilted me on it. 
I'd have a fast break in high school, and my dad would yell from the crowd every time, dunk, dunk it. Dunk it. And, Shove it down his throat. Yeah, and I couldn't dunk. <laughs> I could barely hit the backboard. Um, but yeah, I, I just always think I, I, my family's never had a girl. Uh-huh. So I didn't think it was possible. Uh-huh. Never even dreamed of having a girl. I was like, that's cool. People oh, have girls. Boys, huh? Yeah, like it's all we are. Wow. And so first one to have a girl. Mm-hmm. And now I'm cool with just being a girl dad. Mm-hmm. Like I'm all about it now. Yeah. But that's I, weird, huh? It is very weird. Yeah. I didn't see myself like, having a girl either. I still catch like, myself being like, hey, she already has a fishing rod. Uh-huh. She's already got a, a mitt. Like she's already got all this stuff. And she yeah. may hate all of it and I won't care. But as long as she knows that she's loved by me. Uh huh. Ultimately, she's loved by Jesus. Mm-hmm. She believes that right. and knows how to give and receive love. Mm-hmm. Um, the best advice I was given from a dad was when she's 15, 14, 15, 16, she's going to go through a lot. Yeah. And if she trusts you enough to tell you about it, yeah. then you've won. Wow. And that's all I want. I want. I want to have that, not like that best friend mentality of like, you know, like enabling, but like the ability to be like, hey, this, this guy hurt me. Yeah. Like, I need you to know that. Yeah. And not being the dad that's like, let's kill him right now, but yeah. taking the time to be like, how are you? Yeah. You know, yeah. that's what I, I'm, I'm excited about. It. And I was lucky, you know, to be raised that way. But um, I also know that being a girl dad is literally the scariest thing on earth. Yeah, dude. It's wild. A 13 year old girl? Dude. How do you not just like, just like put a tracker on everything they do and just be like, oh, did that kid talk to you for more than two minutes? What's yeah. his name? Yeah. I'm going to kill him, you know? But by, by, by that time, you'll have a robot that can follow her around, though. That's true. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, a little, a little drone yeah. covering by her head. Dude, the weird thing for me is when I drop um, our little five-year-old off at school and people will say, oh, she's so pretty. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Shh, shh. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. What'd you Chill say? Out. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? But it's like, uh, and I'm just like, yeah, trouble. Trouble, 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 trouble. It's just wild. Cause she, you know, she gets the bat in those eyes, and oh man, they get the baby. You haven't, you're gonna go through the baby voice stage, man. Oh my god, I can't imagine. Oh, she's just now learning that she has a voice, so she's making sounds. Oh man, and it's very cute, but like, I just can't. Mm, yeah, I can't imagine. It's we, wild. we can wrap it up, man. Because I need to go. Um, but we do this. We end the podcast this way. Mm-hmm. Give the world. It could be anything. Just one piece of advice. What do you got for people today that they need to hear? Are you going to give something back? I don't have to. If you want me to, I will. Okay. One piece of advice. Um, let me try not to be too profound. Um, <laughs> so I've been dealing with anxiety a lot lately. Um, and w- one of my biggest, I guess, gifts and um, I guess downfalls is trying to have everything figured out. And um, I think the biggest advice that I took for myself in prayer was that, Rick, it's not up to you to know everything. It's not up to you to have everything figured out. Um, just trust in something bigger than yourself. <clears throat> and and actually, um, this comes from Melissa, my girlfriend. Um, it's, it's Mother Teresa. If you want to make the world a better place, go home and love your family. Mm. So I dropped the mic on that. That's gold, man. Yeah, man. So when you get when you get anxious, just you know, just go work out a little bit. Twenty, yeah. 20 minutes of cardio a day goes a long way. It yeah. really does. And just love somebody, give somebody a gift. Yeah, that's yeah. good, man. Yeah, you that's, got anything, you got anything, Jared? Yeah, uh, you just yeah, broke my, my, your mic. 
Jira's, Jira, if you can't hey, see Jira's holding Freddie his mic. Mercury over here. Yeah. There we go. Just, the, the top <laughs> half of the mic here. He's holding the mic arm over his shoulder. God knows, uh, knows he wants to break free. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, gosh, here we go. Yeah. This is that bad. Kind of. Sorry if I if I, there, if you hear some like stuff falling during your no. I, I actually thought your mic was attacking you. I was like, here, it's it's time. <laughs> it's robots are getting the robots are here. Gosh dang it. No, mine, mine are part. Mine's well, uh, somewhat relatable. Your, yours, so I'll kind of piggyback uh, up off yours. Um, but uh, I would say that like small moments and things matter, and I'm pretty sure I've used this before. Hopefully, I, hopefully this isn't the one I use every single time. This just might keep, be keep this, using it. This might be new. This might be something I've said three times. But like the small things matter. The sm- small moments matter, and they'll um, work together to a- achieve. Um, whatever you're trying to achieve, but I think a lot of people, or a lot of times, people like don't like put enough stock into those small things because they want to get directly to the end point. Yeah. So, and so, like speaking of like anxiety and stuff, I think that's I probably don't I, I, I dealt with it a little bit too, and I think it's a lot of time I don't take the time to like recognize that man I'm alive today. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like I am eating dinner with my wife right now, yeah. And we can just turn on the TV and watch Netflix. Like we live yeah. in a, like we are pretty fortunate people. And like I don't know. I think we tend to like not see those things because we are so like far sighted. We want the big picture like right now all the yep. time. So I think yeah. taking the time to slow down and focusing on like those small moments. That's good. It's tough stuff there. I should have gone before you. No, that was, you, you, that was mine. You always have it. Work, was it? <laughs> yeah, I, I've been struggling a lot with anxiety when it comes to work, and because mm-hmm. before I could just work till you know nine, ten at night, eleven, midnight up yeah. here. Oh, you know, and as long as, as long as Katie and I have a date night or two a week, yeah. she doesn't care. Oh, she's like, I got God. you, like whatever. Mm-hmm. But now, like having to be home at a somewhat consistent time has been hard, and so I think that what I've been trying to tell myself is just like today. Mm-hmm. You know, I passed. Like if I didn't do good yesterday and whatever I have tomorrow, all I can do is today and mm-hmm. and to have enough energy when I go home to be present. Yeah. And so that's where I'm just like right now, even just saying this, I'm thinking like, man, I gotta get, there's like 25 things I gotta get done by Friday, mm-hmm. but I can't worry about that till tomorrow. And so wow, all I can I do, that. all I can do is like, okay, when I walk out of here, I got to check out mm-hmm. and I got to be present there. Oh yeah. And then my biggest thing, my word for the year is no, um, you know, Really? Like just learning to say no. Like I say yes too much. I'm a yes man to okay, yeah. like, hey man, can you do this tonight? Or hey, you want to go do this? I'm like, sure, yeah. So by doing that, when you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. There you go. TB12. Yeah. So I'm just trying to be like, hey. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm going to take time here. And so, yeah, I think just anxiety is is my way of of worrying when I don't always have to. Yeah. And so just being like, hey, I'm going to do tonight. You know, I need to go to bed earlier. Yeah. Instead of staying until three playing 2K. Go to sleep, wake up early, and then just get it tomorrow. Yeah, man. Wow. So, wait, so you guys both deal with a little bit of anxiety. Yeah. I feel like we should give the people maybe one thing that we do to um, kind of hedge the burn a little bit. I don't even know what I do. I try. I try like some some breathing stuff sometimes. Yeah. But mine uh-huh. usually mine usually like pops up at night. Mm-hmm. Like m- primarily, it's like when I'm in bed at night. Not yeah. even like as long oh, yeah. as I'm like up doing stuff. It's not that bad but once i like lay down 
like I'll go through episodes where it feels like my heart is just like stopping yep. and it's terrifying. Yep. Like it yeah. feels like a, like a panic I'm, attack. Yeah. I'm like on the verge of death, mm-hmm. but it, like only, it usually only happens when I'm laying in bed at night trying to go to sleep. Yeah. So then it's just like, for me, it's, it's like, like trying to take deep breaths. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just getting up and walking around for a little bit and going back and trying again. Yeah, I haven't I haven't found a good way to combat it yet because it's not like every night either. It just will pop up here and there, and a lot of times I won't even be able to like diagnose what's causing it. Yeah, yeah. that's so, the worst part. Yeah, what was I even anxious about? Yeah, right. It's the worst. So yeah. I've I haven't figured out like a good way other than just trying to like slow down breathing, focusing on breaths and stuff like that. Yeah, I think, um, and I'll make mine super quick. So my anxiety kind of uh, went under like a magnifying glass um, once I gave my current firm the, hey, I'm moving on to this other firm. Mm. And I had to close out my book. And I've had like just literally days and weeks where I'm just at the house. Kind of just like, you know, I'll go have lunch with the kids or I'll go take Melissa, some flowers, you know, just, you know, just, you know, doing whatever. But I didn't really get get control over it until I gave myself structure. So I feel like my anxiety pops up when I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah. Right? Yep. And um, as humans, I think structure is like a really big thing for us. So I try to say, hey, consistently I'm going to go work out from 1130 to 1 and go play basketball. Um, I'm going to get up in the morning at 5.30, brush my teeth. I'm gonna make sure Melissa has coffee in the morning. And so the big thing with me is just feeling used, useful, mm. stuff like that. Um, but as far as where it comes from, I know that it sometimes it's like weird. Like we can have an, an argument two days ago, you and I, Jared, and I can feel a little guilty about it, but I'm so good at com- uh, compartmentalizing things and put it in, putting it away. But subconsciously, it still bothers me, but I just won't let it bother me. And so for the next two days, I'll walk around with this weird anxiety in the bottom of my stomach mm. until I just really poke myself and go, Rick, you're anxious about something, yeah. but you're just not admitting it to yourself. And I'll say, hey, man, you just need to call Jared or you need to bow down and just take it in the chin for the sake of you just being calm. Yeah. You know, so uh, for me, it's like altercation and stuff like that. Um, just uncomfortable moments. Yep. And when I'm truly in the in the in the mist in the heat of my panic, um, I call somebody. Mm, that's good. No matter what. Yeah. I pick up my phone. I call my mom or I call Melissa. Yeah. Just to get distracted. Yeah. So yeah, that's me. If you ever had anxiety, it's it's a real. It's it can paralyze you. you yeah. Know, for seasons. Mm. For me, almost every time I could solve eighty percent of my anxiety by my morning. Really. Yeah. Like if I can get if I. When I don't sleep, I get tired. So then I sleep in as late as I can. And then mm-hmm. everything's a hurry. Mm-hmm. And then I come into work and I'm like, I just want coffee or want something. And I try to get, but if I can get up early and spend time alone, pray, oh, yeah. like structure, whatever, and just spend that time alone and get right, mm-hmm. figure out where I need to be. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, make sure Katie's good, Ellie's good mm-hmm. and get out. But if, I, if I'm if i always, it's like one of those things, like I'm exhausted. I sleep in until like the latest at 6.45 or 7, and oh, then I'm hustling yeah. to get everything ready. I barely get to work on time. about it. Yeah. And then I get home that night. I'm like, all right, I'm going to bed at 9. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's 12.45 and documentary's ending, and then it's the same loop. 
Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, yeah, that, that to me, sleep and spending that time in the morning. Be like, all right, God, I, I have no idea what's going to happen today, but it doesn't matter. Mm. Like, I believe that you have control of it and then just move forward. But that's always like 80% of it. Sometimes it'll just be like midday and I'll just be like so anxious. And then someone will say something and it'll just go away. Yeah. And then I'm frustrated because I'm like, why was I, am I missing something? Why was I anxious? And I, I don't know. I think it's just Satan's way to, to yeah. shut us down, slow us down a little bit. Yeah. Or the structure thing. Man. I think that not knowing what to do with my hands thing is real. Yeah. I think, yeah. Structure is just one of those things people hate, but it's a necessity. Dude, you need it, man. I mean, I've been self-employed for so long, man. Like, my worst days are the ones that are like... <laughs> yeah. No no one on the books. Yep. Don't have, there. Yeah, don't have the zeal to go prospect mm-hmm. or do some continuing education. Those are the worst. Yep. Those are the worst freaking days. But, you know, it is what it is. Hey, man. I appreciate you being on the podcast. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I've been so excited for this. Yeah, we're going to do it again. Yes. You are a man of a lot of wisdom. And I think people mm-hmm. should hear from you. Yeah. And I think just the way you care yourself is full of integrity and power, man. You got a lot of power. So keep using it. Keep loving that family. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll figure out the rest. Thanks so much, man. Mazel tov. Yeah. Appreciate <laughs> yeah, it. Jared, I'm glad you actually stuck around this time. Jared always sneaks out when I come on the podcast. Also, I was trying to trick all earlier. I was seeing you have to go to the bathroom. I was, like, <laughs> I was about to call you out, but you left yourself. So I was like, oh, he's coming back. Yeah. I saw Logan's eyes. He's like, wait, what is he doing? Is he really doing, doing this? Yeah. Oh, my God. Thanks, man. We're out. Wait, wait, wait before we get off. <laughs> <laughs>